Notes from Green Elsh, number 192. Expect greater days. This past week, we started our last quarter of the school year where I teach. As an introduction to newly enrolled students, and as a reminder to existing ones, we go over school expectations. I also like to hear what students expect from me, from their classes, and from life outside of school. Whether it's at school, at work, or at home, identifying and understanding what people expect from you and what you expect from others can help clarify responsibilities, determine goals, strengthen relationships, and inspire hope. What are some of your expectations? As you consider your answer, don't overlook what God expects from you and what you expect from God, because your relationship with God determines the quality and direction of your life now, the impact you have on others, and your destiny. What you can expect from God. You can expect unconditional, unending love and faithful care from God. He can't not love. It's His nature. He is love. Also, out of His love flow so many other inexhaustible and glorious blessings, like grace, mercy, joy, truth, peace, and providence. Because God loves you, He wants the best for you, which is to be with Him, to be like Him, and to do what He does. Even God's judgment and discipline are acts of love. Out of tough love, God judges evil and disciplines those who do wrong. He does this to defend, avenge, and restore innocent victims, as well as to try and turn wayward sinners back to himself. We all need God, but tragically, left to ourselves, none of us choose him. The Bible teaches that we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have all chosen to serve ourselves instead of God. Therefore, we have cut ourselves off from God and the life and love only He can provide. Fortunately, God has not turned His back to us, even though we have turned our back to Him. He sent Jesus to save us from our deadly self-centeredness. In Romans it says, God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Anyone who trusts and obeys Jesus can be reconciled with God and experience the fullness of His unfathomable love now and forever. Jesus said, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe 
stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. God's love never fails. He is faithful. You can count on Him. He never leaves or forsakes those who trust in Him. Even amidst difficulty, God is working for the best of His children. He promises to bring all things together for good to those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. You can expect Him to fulfill this promise and every promise, for He always does. As I mentioned in my last blog and podcast, titled Sing of Salvation, God's love and faithfulness are expressed in His saving, healing, and restoring anyone who is willing, as He transforms them to become like Jesus. Through poetic imagery, Psalm 65 provides a beautiful picture of how God has saved, is saving, and will save all who come to Him. Take a moment to read that. I thank God for His incredible love and faithfulness. What does God expect from you? God wants you to love Him and to love others before yourself. When you do, He is free to work in you and through you, to help you and others become all you and they were designed to be in Jesus. Whether you have already come to trust Jesus as your Savior, or not yet, you can humbly come to God today out of gratitude and love for all He has done for you. Move forward with God, and your days will be greater than before. Not because they are without problems, but because you'll be united with the greatest one who makes each day and can solve whatever the day may bring. Start by confessing any wrongdoing and asking for His forgiveness. Then grow in love for Him and others by prayerfully practicing six simple disciplines on your own and with other believers. 1. Sing, thank, and praise God for who He is, what He has done, what He is doing, and what He will do. 2. Study His Word, the Bible. The book of John is a good place to start. When you study, ask, what does this say about me and about God? What does it mean? And what should I do or change in response? 3. Share what you're learning from God with others. 4. Serve others as Jesus would. 5. Stand in the gap to prayerfully intercede for others. And 6. Stay dependent on God. It's not through your striving that you grow. It's by relying on and submitting to God at work in you. When you look around our fallen world, 
and see the tragic consequences of broken people making selfish choices. What are your expectations? Although evil may seem to prevail today, God is always at work saving, many times in mysterious ways. Don't give up. Instead, give in to God and let Him faithfully fill you with His love so you can give it out to others. Confidently expect God to fulfill His best in you and through you as He prepares His children and all of creation for Jesus' triumphant return to earth. When Jesus comes back, He will reward believers, judge unbelievers, vanquish evil, Satan, and death, and secure righteousness and peace. Make the most of the opportunities God gives you to grow in Him and to bless others. Live each day for God and others as you look forward to even greater days of glory, joyfully reigning and fellowshipping with God and His family in a new heaven and earth.